1: Valentine's Day edition of the spill Tea. I'm one of your hosts, David, and we have Kyle in line. Say hello, Kyle. Hello, everyone. And look at that, he's on time. Um, <laughs> so, Kyle, how's your weekend been? Happy Valentine's, by the way.
0: Thank you. Um, it's been good. Um, Just a kind of a quiet day today because I'm I'm flying out for work tomorrow morning. So I've just been running around and going to start, you know, throwing clothes on the bed, deciding what I'm going to pack. So other than that, nothing much. What did you do for the weekend? Um, Friday night, I just had dinner with a friend. Mm. And then then Saturday, yesterday, um, I had lunch with a friend. We kinda of shopped around and just kinda of hung out. So nothing special and then today. I just kind of um I had lunch with another friend. I eat a lot with friends here. Yeah. You eat a lot and you got like all these
1: friends, girl. That's just three people, it's not a big deal. Hmm. <laughs> um, well that's good. It sounds like fun. Did you do anything special for Valentine's? I know you said that you hung out with your friend and shopped, but
0: Anything special? No. No Valentine's Day oh. special. I did. Uh, we did go to this one bar, and this guy was sitting on the side of us, and I kept stealing Hershey's special dark kisses from him. <laughs>
1: oh. Well, that's weird
0: and good. <laughs> we had all, He had all these snack food on the bar. I'm like, dude, what is all this? And when I saw the special dark, I started to steal the chocolates and put them in my pocket, so it was kind of funny.
1: Are are you are you menstruating or what's going on?
0: No, I just like <laughs> <some> chocolate.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do. You like your chocolate. <laughs> well that's fine. Sounds like you had fun.
0: Yeah, what about you?
1: Um Friday God, I always forget what I do on Friday. Literally. Um I don't think I did much of anything Friday. Um, Yesterday, yesterday I worked some overtime. After work, I went to see Fifty Shades of Grey, and then I went to see, I did a double feature, and then after that, I went to see Kingsman, and then after Mm -hmm. that, I went to Target, did my little errand, then I came home, and today, I ventured out to Tedeschi's, which is the only store that's open in Agawam, in, in Boston, literally, because everything's shut down in Boston, literally. Everything's shut down. We didn't get that much snow. It's just snow on top of the snow. We know where to put mm-hmm. it. It was mostly, when they say blizzard here, they mostly mean the wind, not the actual like feet of snow. It was so windy. Oh my God, I almost fell over. But um, yeah, and I cleaned out my Hulu Plus queue today, finally, and yeah, just relaxing. So, um, which leads into our first topic. I wanted to give my two movie reviews. Cool. Um, oh. Fifty Shades of Grey. Did you see it?
0: Nope, not yet.
1: Um. So I'm going to have to eat my words. I, when it first was like the casting and they were doing a change.org special on it, I was pissed. I was so pissed because I was like, this is not the type of movie you do change.org and all this other stuff. I was like, I'm not going to see the movie. Then word came out that the movie isn't exactly like the books and that the director wanted to make it more romantic than sexual. And I said, oh, well, I do like Sam Taylor Johnson's stuff. She's a good director. And I remember being obsessed with Jamie Dornan when he was on Once Upon Mm -hmm. a Time as Graham the Sheriff. That's two things. I have a three-thing rule, so if I'm going to buy an album, I have to like at least three songs. If I'm going to watch a TV show, I have to like three things about it. And if I'm going to see a movie I don't want to see, I have to like three things about it. So that was two. And then I found out that Dakota Johnson was in it, and I kind of like her parents, Don Johnson and Melanie Griffiths, so I was like, "Mm, maybe that's, that's not really three. But I heard that it was based on the whole idea of Fifty Shades of Grey is it's a take on Twilight, which I love me some Twilight. It's actually started, what happened was E.L. James wrote fan fiction for Twilight, and she made the Fifty Shades. And she made Christian Grey, Edward, and Anastasia Bella. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll go see it. The result is, if you watch this movie, you can definitely, definitely, definitely tell it's supposed to be Bella and Edward. There are so many things that are just like them, but they're different. And I actually like Christian. He's more, he's deeper, and he's possessive like Edward, but there's a reason. It was just really good. Who I felt bad for was Rita Ora. Rita Ora was a horror pushing this movie. I took English accent, classes, I did all this research, and blah, 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 This girl had two lines in the movie. I felt so bad for her. She's been promoting this movie for a year. And she was in it for two seconds. I was actually surprised at all the people that were in it, though. Marcia Gay Harden plays his um, mother. And... um I was a little intrigued and confused by that relationship and also um, Victor Roscoe I I think I'm mispronouncing his name he's on Stalker he's in it Um, yeah really good movie though I recommend you check it out it's more sensual than sexual and um, Anastasia is a human she's not like this like waist who's clingy and needy, and she's not anything like Bella, but she is like Bella. She's got like Bella's kind of like naivete. So I think that you would really enjoy it, Kyle, if you saw it. Cool. Um, the Kingsman. If you see this movie, you will not remember who Zach Efron is. Guaranteed. Um, Karen Egerton is so freaking hot. There's this scene, and it's in the preview, so I'm not giving anything away. Everyone's sleeping. The whole point is um, there are people in England that protect the world, that basically protect, you know, a secret society. And his dad was one of those kingsmen, and now he's going to be one. So there's a scene where he's sleeping with the other recruits, and the whole, like, room fills with water. So they have to figure out what to do to get out of the situation. And he is underwater, shirtless, with just pajama bottom. I swear to God, it was, like, sexier than any any sex scene in Fifty Shades of Grey. This boy is so gorgeous. Oh, God. You will be like Zac Efron who, I'm not even joking. And he can act, and he's got a British accent. Ugh. Oh. Excuse me, I need a glass of water. Hmm. Um, He's legal too. But that movie was actually really good as well. I highly recommend it. It was funny, thoughtful. Um, It's based on a comic book. And it's actually not the typical comic book movie. I don't know, I just, I loved it. I loved it so much. I might even go see it again.
0: So, um, any
1: movies that you've seen lately?
0: No, I've just, I haven't been out in so long. I mean, the last movie I think I saw was Birdman. And oh, so how was that? It was really good. It's really good. I mean, the way he shoots is amazing because it seems like it's like one continuous scene that it's Take. like, there's no, yeah, there's no hmm. like, transitions in between. It just kind of like feels like one continuous um, long scene. It's pretty amazing how he does it. So. Now, for people who don't know what Birdman is, can
1: you give us a brief description about it and why it's
0: called Birdman? Um, it's basically Michael Keaton plays this um, kind of washed up action hero actor that's putting on a play to kind of research his career uh, because mm-hmm. he was in the Birdman kind of like Batman. Um, action see, action movie themes. Action movies. Oh, like the cartoon? Was, no. Like the Birdman cartoon? There's a Birdman cartoon?
1: Yeah, from like Super Friends. There's like Birdman, where he looks like a bird has got like a blue
0: blue falcon and dog wonder. Is that what you mean? Like that Birdman? Well, he wasn't called Birdman. That was something different. But I mean, that's the pretty much the gist. Like, you know, there was a live. He was the star of a live action series called Birdman, where he was this action adventure hero. And then mm-hmm. those, you know, he stopped doing them. So now he's like older. And he's trying to research his career during this play. And in it, it's like his daughter who doesn't believe in him. You've got his ex-wife. You got Edward Norton, who plays like this really hot actor that's in the play with him and trying to bounce him back into reality. So it's kind of that. It's just kind of, it's it's a very dialogue driven movie. It's very well um, written. Um, but like I said, the mm-hmm. scenes are just kind of, and everybody, uh, Naomi Watts is in it. She plays one of his um, leading ladies. Um, there's, they, the cast is just incredible. My thinking is that, like, I think, I mean, granted, the Oscar is either going to be him or Eddie Redmayne, Um, But I thought, mm-hmm. like, I thought Emma Stone was good. I mean, I really like her, but I thought Naomi Watts was equally good. The best I thought in supporting was Edward Norton, which was just fantastic in this, so... I know that people say that it's between
1: Michael Keaton and and, um, Eddie Redmayne. But, and this leads me to my next point. If you haven't seen American Sniper, you need to. Because Bradley Cooper knocks it out of the park. Like, this guy is insanely talented. So, the movie is about Chris Kyle. He's an American sniper sent overseas and from the first frame of the film to the last frame, this guy he's wow, it's um he has to do some unspeakable things while over there. One of which includes shooting a man from a mile away and it is so incredible. Now unfortunately Chris made, a, he, he did a book. You know, he wrote a book, which is what the um, the film is based on, directed by Clint Eastwood. Um, there's so many stars in it. Like, I can't even, Billy Miller is in it. Kyle, Billy Miller is in this movie. In the very first, like, scene where he gets enlisted, Billy Miller's the guy that enlisted. I was like,
0: what the hell?
1: um. Even, like, this girl Bridget from Guiding Light is in it. And um, what I was going to say about it was, at the end of the movie, you find out that um, Chris Kyle, he did four tours, came home, and decided to help other vets. Um, When he tried to help this other vet, the vet actually ended up shooting and killing him and killing his friend with him, Chad Littlefield. The guy took Chris Kyle's car, called his friend bragging about how he's driving a dead car. Chris Kyle's wife suspected something wasn't right, called the police. Next thing you know, there's a car chase in Chris Kyle's car. And this kid, Eddie Ray Ross, is now, his trial began on February 11th, which was, a huge day in a lot of ways. And he's saying he's schizophrenic and he didn't mean to kill both of them and nobody was talking to him. That's why he shot and killed them. Two questions. Number one, what do you think of this Eddie Ray Ross claiming he's schizophrenic and trying to get off with killing two people? Not just one, two people and then driving off in the man's
0: car. Thoughts, Kyle? Well, I had no clue of any of this happening. So, I mean, I haven't really watched the news to see what what really happened with Chris Kyle, so I don't know. But it's kind of Mm -hmm. odd that now he's playing this schizo card. I mean, he could very well. I mean, any kind of post-traumatic stress or something, but you never know.
1: Okay, I can understand being schizophrenic and shooting somebody, but bragging that you're driving a dead man's car... Mm uh, Yeah. No. 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 I can't. That put me over. You know. Um, right. Another thing. Speaking of douchebags, um, in Chris Kyle's book, he wrote an incident where he in um he encountered some guy named a uh, uh, celebrity wrestler by the name of quote, scruff face, unquote. And scruff face had said, you know, the Navy SEALs, they should have lost more. So Chris Kyle punched this guy in the face. And people contacted Jesse Ventura and said, hey, I think this is about you. And Jesse Ventura said, I think you're right. So he sued Chris Kyle. After Chris Kyle died, Jesse Ventura continued the lawsuit. The judge found in his favor, and he won one point eight million dollars in defamation of character. How? I, I don't know. I kind of feel some kind of way about that. Um. Yeah, I just want to make a statement on that. My other question to you is: There's been a hot debate. Do you believe that Chris Kyle was a hero?
0: Why not? Um, again, I can't answer that question, having not no background. I mean, I didn't see the movie, so I don't know what's going on. So I, I can't really answer something because I'm not as familiar with the facts to kind of decide whether or not he's a hero. So I mean, I have to plead the fifth on that one, unfortunately.
1: I'm gonna say he was. Now, I didn't read the book. I wasn't there with him. I only saw a movie based on his book. I feel anybody who's trying to protect us and other people by killing bad guys is a hero. Sorry, end of story. There are people out there who are saying, oh, he deserves to die, blah, blah, blah. I don't agree. My 2 I have two uncles that were in the Army. I have two friends that are in the Air Force. Without these people, we wouldn't be walking around, taking the tea, going to movies. And stuff. I feel he's a hero. So that's my thought on that. Um, and by the way, the movie is breaking records nonstop. Like, I I don't know if you have any interest in seeing the movie. When I saw it, I had no idea what it was. I went with my friend who said, hey, David, last minute, do you want to go see a movie? I said, sure. He goes, I got free tickets. I said, okay. This movie was made for $58 million. It grossed $361 million. It was released in December for awards season, but because it fell mostly in January, it's breaking all kinds of January records. So I'm just impressed by it. So... Um on to another lighter topic. Bruce Jenner. Not so light, but um he still hasn't come out as trans. But last weekend he was driving and he hit a woman from behind and she hit somebody else and that car went into traffic and killed killed the driver and the driver was a widow. So there are reports that were saying he was texting while driving. And now there are reports that say, Bruce Jenner saying, she stopped too fast. I had to hit her. Um, Bruce, you're 65. I don't know if you know what traveling a safe distance is, but if she stopped suddenly, you shouldn't have hit her. If you were paying attention which makes me believe he may have been Dexter. Um, Yeah, pretty disappointed in that whole thing because here you have somebody that's going on an upward slope and now it's like, drop way down. Um, Yeah. Um, Did you catch up on your Empire and all of those other shows that you were backed up on?
0: I am caught up on my nighttime soaps, just not my daytime soaps. <laughs> oh okay. So now that we're done with all that crap, what what um what nighttime soaps are you caught up with? Um Empire, Nashville and How to Get Away with Murder.
1: Okay. I need to slap you high fives because I just caught up on Nashville. What in the world? is going on with Raina and Deacon. Can they just, like, get together and stop all this bullshit? I'm so sick of it. That would be too easy. It's like, i got to break up with my hot, sexy country star, who I felt like they were really, like, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Breaks up with him for Deacon's alcoholic ass. Are you kidding me? Like... Who goes from filet mignon to a hamburger? Like, come on! Yeah, but she has more <sighs> history so with
0: she has more history with Deacon, and then Luke was always like, there was a little bit. I mean, he wasn't he was not perfect. Face it. I mean, remember oh. <laughs> the man had issues. But she just, I mean, there was just a little bit more. Just remember, she wasn't always I filet see. mignon. She, you know she started out rough, mm-hmm. just like everybody else. So. Well, that's
1: exactly why I see it um, a little bit differently than everybody else. She had too much history with Deacon. Like, they got into a car accident together. I think she needed a clean break with Luke. Luke was fine as hell. Yeah, he had a little bit of control issues. Looking like that, I would take. I don't care. Sorry. Um, what's, what's your thought on the whole Layla-Will thing? I don't... I don't know if I I like that storyline at all. It's just so confusing. I don't understand it.
0: Well, I mean, to me, I I get it. I mean, here's a guy right on the brink of stardom battling his own demons. You know, he doesn't want to come out because, A, he thinks it will wreck his career, and, B, he's just still struggling with the fact that he is gay, and then involving Layla, thinking that he could change, and then she just – it just got to a point where Layla, poor thing, she just fell in love with him, you know, and so it hurt her even more because she had no clue about the whole gay thing even before they got together. So she didn't know. And then, you know, first seeing him with another woman, just kind of like, excuse me, you don't want to sleep yeah. with me because you're gay, yet you're sleeping with another woman. So right. I, get, I totally get her point where it's like, how can you do this to me? But, you know, I think I think at the end she just knows that, I mean, I didn't like her character at the beginning at all, but once she got in with Luke, with the Luke, it kind of made more sense. Not Luke. um, Will, it made more sense because it gave her more depth. So I'm hoping that she kind of is able to come back stronger with this because it's like we already know that she's got that inner talent in her because she displayed it so often after like her whole American Idol type thing. So it was perfect. Yeah, but the thing is,
1: if Will had just stayed with Raina, he would have been able to come out because Jeff Fordham is a fucking bully. And Jeff Fordham doesn't want him to come out because he wants to use that as a bargaining chip at every cost he can, just like he's using the whole hookers thing against um, Raina's ex-husband.
0: Like, Well, I know, but Will is young. Will is young. It's like, Of course he's going to go with the established label. I mean, he was taking a huge chance with Raina. Um, granted, yes, that would be the, that would be the best route to go. But I mean, I think he wanted that career more than anything. He knew that, um, Edge Hill could do that for him quicker than what Reyna
1: could do. Yeah, but Raina made Edgehill. If it wasn't for Raina, Edgehill would not be Edgehill. So for me, I would have gone with Reina. Their biggest star is leading to start her own company I've got nothing to lose and everything to gain because this woman's huge and Juliet went with them so yeah I would definitely be over there every time I see Juliet with um her husband God what's his name I can't remember his name I think oh my god Lucky Spencer with Busy Spalding so weird um, yeah speaking of music families I love Cookie. She <laughs> that Taraji, she's raw. She just does. They throw things at Taraji, and she's like, "All right, I'll do it." When she walked in and undid her coat, and then said, "Anika, this is an ass," I was like, "This bitch, I can't. I, I don't. I, I don't even know what to say about her. I mean, wow." Wow. That is some shit. (laughs) She is one strong woman. I love her. Um, (laughs) Wow. Are you a Lucius fan or no?
0: Um, Well, it depends. I mean, he's hot and cold with me, you know, because I kind of feel bad for him, but it's also what he's doing to his kids is even worse, you know? I don't think he's a mm-hmm. total bad I don't think he's a total bad person, but he definitely, you know, he's he's let he's let fame kind of change him.
1: He's batshit crazy and I hate him. And all my friends my friends at work, they they watch it too. They're like, "Oh my god, I chose bad bathroom. I'm like, "I don't even care. I think he's getting exactly what karma is giving him. He is such an ass. And oh, I don't think I've ever felt so strongly towards character until Empire. I, I, I can't. Oh, I hate show. Hate them. Um, I don't watch How to Get Away with Murder. Um, but Scandal, it's getting good and then it like gets bad again and then it gets good. So it's hit or miss with Scandal. Um, but my favorite, most improved show has to be Law under SVU. It's been so good for the past, I'd say, two months. I'm really impressed because I, I felt like they had been wavering since Chris Maloney left, and they've been really good. And what they'll do, so they always rip from the headlines, but what they do is they put their own take on it. So... Um, A couple weeks ago, they had this guy whose niece got raped. And she was like, oh, my God, I got raped. And she said it was this person. Well, it turned out to be her own uncle, the guy. And he was a dentist. Well, it turns out he raped 13 other women. And they started coming forward, like the Bill Cosby. And this week, they did, or last week, actually, they did this whole thing where this woman was a gamer and she wanted to invent a game for, you know, role-playing, and people were against it, and they were threatening her saying, if you release this game as a woman in the game field, we will kill or rape you, or we'll just rape you and then kill you. Kind of like the whole, the interview thing where if you release it we'll kill Americans, blah, blah, blah. So I like that they're Using the headlines, but not doing it directly, and you kind of have to think about it. And it was so subtle that it wasn't until the character said, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do what Sony did and not release it." And I was like, "Oh, that's what they're doing," because they always try to figure out who they're imitating in in the um, show. So they're doing a really good job, and I, I'm impressed. Um, yeah, very impressed by it. How's your, um, you said that you watch Fresh Off the Boat, right?
0: Yeah, but I I
1: haven't, the last episode didn't though yet, so. Um, I'm going to try it. It's only been three episodes, right? I think so. And I saw really quickly, the guy who plays the dad is actually the guy who plays Kim John Hoon in the interview, which is kind of funny. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Did you see the interview yet? No. Oh, you have to see it. It's really good. It's I'm not it's going hysterically to see it. funny. What?
0: I'm not going to see it.
1: It's funny. Okay. Whatever. Um, so you're not caught up on your soap?
0: No and I'm not going to be with me, me out of town for the whole week I'm going to be another week behind so
1: well I have to say and I don't want to say this prematurely but I um is getting kind of good um it's actually getting so good that I actually tweeted out um to LINEAR I said I'm just going to let you know that the Neil reveal finding out that his, you know, son and wife are having an affair was pretty damn good. And I put Charles, uh, Chuck Pratt in, in the tweet. He actually retweeted it. <laughs> I was like, oh, so he is watching what I say. It's kind of funny. Um, I feel like Christoph St. John is like Kim Zimmer he he takes material that's kind of crappy and he like makes it interesting and so when Neil, uh, I know you're not watching it, but it's really good because when Neil finally got his vision back, he got it while he was in the hallway and he's like oh my god, I can see my hand and he, he opens the door to Hillary's hotel room and he sees Devon and Hillary having sex and he just like stands there and then he closes the door, and he tells you know, Hillary, oh, let's go on a vacation. And so on the plane, everybody's there, Jill and all his whole family's there. And she's like, he goes, I'm going to go get a drink. And she's like, you don't want to do that, do you? He goes, hmm. You know what? You're right. This is 100 Proof Vodka. And he starts reading the label, and they're like, what the hell? He goes, yep. I can see. And I also saw my son humping my wife in front of Everybody. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't like her, but Lily did an amazing job of being shocked. She slapped Devon. She went after Hillary. She berated Kane because Neil, of course, said Kane did. I mean, that was an amazing scene. The only thing that's missing, which I hope it comes up, is that Colin knew when he was blackmailing Devon. I know that you've been away for a while, Kyle. That scene was worth it. It was so good. So good. And everybody did an amazing job in it. Um, a lot of head writers, when they come to a new show, uh, show they're good at wrapping up other people's storylines and doing the payoff. Where they suck is creating new drama. So I'm really worried what's, going to be next after he wraps up all this other stuff. That's what I'm worried about. Um, Susan Lucci even said that he killed all my children to the point where uh, when a new writer came on, they couldn't even fix the show, and then it got canceled. So, Really worried about the show. Um, But hey, if it goes off, it goes off. It would not be the first time. Um, Yeah. So, that's all of our show's prime time, and so, um, sorry the show was kind of short today, but we didn't have a ton of topics to talk about. Nothing really happened except for snow and craziness. Oh, there was um, there's a town near here called Waltham. I don't know if you heard of Brandeis College or Brandeis yep. University. Brandeis is in Waltham. Well, today, a truck jackknifed, and there was a 20 car pileup. I freaked out because one of my best friends is a Waltham cop, so I'm like texting her, "Are you okay?" Um, nobody was hurt, but um, I just want to say, people in the East Coast that got got hit by the snow, be careful. If you have to be on the roads, absolutely have to take your time. There's no rush. I know whenever I'm on the roads with snow. People are just insane. I have a truck, so I can speed. And they'll take us the breakdown lane as their lane. There's no hurry. Everybody wants to get home safe. Just take your time. If you have to go 20 miles on the highway, go 20 miles. You're going to live. You're going to be safe. Nobody's going to be injured. So I just want everybody to know to be safe in the snow. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Kyle, do you have any last
0: parting words? No, I just hope everybody has a great week. Stay warm if you can. I'm going to be in Los Angeles where it's going to be 70 degrees, so I'm kind of looking forward to that.
1: You bitch.
0: <laughs>
1: Bring some of that sunshine here. I'll try. Cool. I have Wednesday off and um, working the rest of the week, but. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I am uh, i don't even know what movies I'm going to see this coming weekend. It's so weird that it's almost March. Like, it's crazy. So crazy. crazy. Well, thanks again, everyone, for listening. Kyle, thanks once again for joining me. Um, I kind of like these shorter shows. We get so much done and in and out, and we're done.
0: Well, and next Sunday we're probably not going to have a show because it's the Oscars next Sunday. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, that's true. If something big
1: comes up, I will probably come on alone. Or if you want to join, that's fine. But I... Oh, no, no, no. no. I'm not having a show. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to be watching the pre-show on E. I Okay. Well, thanks again, and uh, I hope everyone has a good week, and stay safe. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.
0: Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at The Spilled Tea, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.